The New Testament reading for today is from Acts chapter 18, verses 1 through 11, and 23 through 28. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy where his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent-makers by trade. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord, together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking, and do not be silent, for I am with you. And no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. And he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome the Reverend Timothy Brand. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of his church. Amen. The text for this morning's homily is Acts chapter 18, verse 1 and verse 11. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the famous Christian apologist G.K. Chesterton, in his noteworthy book, What's Wrong with Man, wrote, All true friendliness begins with fire and food and drink and the recognition of rain or frost. Each human soul has, in a sense, to enact for itself the gigantic humility of the Incarnation. Every man must descend into the flesh to meet mankind. That's exactly what the Apostle Paul did in Corinth. He descended into the flesh of that city. Paul was still scratching his head and pondering the amazing things that had just happened in Athens. In just a few weeks, at least four hardcore Gentile pagans had become Christians by the power of the Holy Spirit, as Paul proclaimed God's law and God's gospel. Paul had descended into the flesh of Athens, as crazy as, as that was with his plethora of gods and temples. And wow, four new Christians and the church in Athens was born. And now Paul was hoping to do the very same thing in Corinth. But what a city Corinth was. Not only more temples and gods and pagans, but now decadent pagans 
rampant prostitution and licentiousness so extreme in public that Corinth would make Bourbon Street look like Main Street. People all over the Mediterranean world knew what it was, was to sin like a Corinthian. How on earth was Paul supposed to reach people for Christ in that kind of environment? So Paul reverted to his SOP. He went first to the synagogue, but the Jews there opposed him. And with obvious frustration and a little bit of anger, Paul declares, from now on I will go to the Gentiles. We also know how big our outreach challenges look and how inadequate we flawed and selfish sinners are to meet them. We forget sometimes that it is the Holy Spirit working through God's word that converts and saves, that in spite of ourselves, God is at work. So in a surprising twist, Paul simply goes next door to the synagogue. He enters a Roman's house. He baptizes the head of the house, Crispus, and his whole household, who just happens to be one of the leaders of that synagogue. I can understand why fear then sees Paul there in Corinth. He asks the questions, what was going to happen? Is my life now in danger? Perhaps I should dial this whole Jesus is the Messiah stuff down a bit before I get into some big trouble. And as Jesus does so well, he comforts his servant Paul in a vision. He says, stop being afraid. Rather, speak and do not be silent. I am with you. I have many people in this city. Jesus strengthened Paul's faith that God has chosen people from eternity, that he chose them in the sanctification of the Spirit and the belief of the truth. He determined to bless them with faith by bringing them the gospel, that Jesus Christ has bought and paid for our forgiveness and that of all people. Paul later wrote to the Corinthians that he wanted to know nothing among them except Jesus Christ and him crucified, so their faith clearly would not rest upon human wisdom, but on divine power. The church in Corinth was born. You see, Paul met the Corinthians right where they were at, but he didn't leave them there. And by the power of the Spirit, working through the gospel, they were brought into the church. And now today, God calls his people to do the same. Meet people where they are, but don't leave them there. In Jesus' name, amen.